0: In today's podcast, we talk about the new inflation statistics that were just recently released and some data from JP Morgan whether we will or will not enter a recession. And stick around for the second half of the podcast on how you can personally prepare your finances and your portfolio if a recession does come. Enjoy the podcast.
1: Welcome to Inside the Path to Success Podcast, brought to you by Opulus, where you go behind the scenes with financial planners Ryan Greiser and Fran Walsh to hear stories about how leading entrepreneurs, millennials, professional athletes, and coaches navigate the natural challenges that arise on the path to success and how to advance to the next level. And now, here are your hosts from Opulus, Ryan Greiser and Fran Walsh.
2: Welcome to another episode of Inside the Path to Success podcast. Um, been a little bit, but we are back and uh, yeah. coming at you today with some uh, some more bad news. As it seems, this Just keep uh, moving. This year has been full of it. Uh, inflation touched nine point one percent yesterday, and yet in the other print of. Um, the June inflation data. Uh, this marks another 40-year high in inflation. Uh, and, you know, just like the previous month, it seems like every month we're getting all-time high, all-time high, all-time high. And not in a good way. Yeah, Not good all-time yeah. highs. <laughs> you get the point. It's uh, It just has not been good so far. The 9.1% comes in... Um, as what most were saying was a pretty extreme escalation. Uh, in May, we reported eight or eight point six percent CPI. Uh, most of the companies were expecting somewhere around the eight point eight percent range. Um, so it was not taken in in the best sense of the word. But the expectation and the hope is that we are nearing, you know, the peak of inflation. Some prices are starting to come down here in the beginning of July. So we are hopeful that uh, some of this bad news is starting to uh, to slightly come to an end here.
0: Yeah, and, and we joke about it, but and it's obviously serious and affecting a lot of, of families. But it's something that we're going to be working through and and get, get the light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. Um, so how
2: expensive have some things gotten? Um, some interesting data that we saw yesterday. Year-over-year um, year prices for just basic living expenses. Gas, 60% higher than last year. Energy, 42%. Airline expenses, 35%. Cars twelve percent, food and drink ten percent, just your basic grocery items. Eggs thirty three percent, chicken nineteen percent, milk seventeen, coffee sixteen, cereal fourteen, meat twelve, bread eleven. You get the point, right? Not only have items been getting more expensive, but higher prices are also chomping very hard at people's wages. Uh, Inflation adjusted hourly wages have dropped six three point six percent in June, which is their fifteenth straight decline. So 15 months in a row now, uh, inflation is, you know, biting away at people's income, all while at the same time, things are beginning to, you know, get more expensive. It's kind of like a, you know, just a whole whirlwind of of things that are really impacting people's, yeah. you know, bottom dollar and their ability to just live comfortably in the way that they're used to. Yeah, not a good math equation, right? Like things are more expensive to buy and I'm making less money along the way. Yep, absolutely. And you know, all at the same time, right? It's like we talked about it in our uh, inflation podcast just a few months ago, where you know at that at that time we knew that things were were likely to to get worse, but you know we were hopeful that you know things would begin to stabilize. Um, you know, it's there's nowhere to hide. You're either losing nine point one percent on cash, the stock market has been awful, bond market having its worst year in somewhere around 50 to 60 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously crypto markets not doing great. Uh, real estate starting to come down, you know, there's really nowhere to hide in this market. Yeah. Um, so this brings the question, how is the fed going to respond? Um, initially a few weeks ago, it seemed as though a 50 basis point raise was going to be the consensus. And then, you know, quickly that started to turn into a 75 basis point, uh, basis point range. And now just from Tuesday, as of Tuesday, there was an eight percent chance at a hundred uh, basis point range uh, percent raise. To now, it is looking at a fifty percent chance that the Fed raises interest rates by a hundred basis points uh, going into the July uh, print. Yep, and hundred basis points is just one percent,
0: right? Yep. For for those not used to the basis point language. Yep,
2: absolutely. But historically, this is an extremely it's extreme. large. Extreme. Yeah. Uh, and what this is showing is that the Fed is making a very large step towards tackling inflation they care much more about controlling inflation trying to save you know the economy right now than they do saving assets stock market you know prices in that matter uh, so regarding as the economy as a whole uh they're expecting raises in July and all the way through September. In a uh, in an article yesterday from JP Morgan, they're calling this an inflation tax. And basically what they're expecting is that this is going to really weigh on consumer spending and is seeming more and more likely that we're going to end up in a mild recession by either the end of this year or leading into 2023. Um, so that's not... You know, fun news to talk about for anyone, but it's important to know that that may be on the horizon and is becoming, you know, more and more likely you see some of these reports where they talk about the, you know, the percent chance of a, a recession. Just a few months ago, you know, we were seeing 15 to 20 percent and it was creeping in the 30s. Now we're looking at, you know, somewhere around, I think most estimates this week in the articles we were reading was somewhere around 40 to 45 percent is what they're saying. Um, so what is the silver lining in all this? Um a lot of economists are starting to expect that we may be at the peak of inflation that we we're talking mm-hmm. about before. But you know, we've heard we've heard government heard officials and and, yeah. and you know people that matter claim that we're at the peak or that inflation is transitory for you know the last six months or so. So you know, at the end of the day, who knows? But um, you know, so after all that. let's get into, you know, quickly, uh, what do we do from here? How do we go about this? What can people do in their own personal financial planning lives to kind of, you know, combat what we're seeing with inflation? Because, you know, it just seems like you're getting tons of bad news, a lot of bad headlines, um, you know, but there's got to be something individuals can be doing to better their situations.
0: Yeah. And and we look at this in, in a few different ways is one control what you can control. You can't control if a recession is going to happen or if it's not going to happen. You can't control the markets. You can't control the Fed's decisions and interest rates. And most people don't even know what that stuff means anyway, right? So when, when we take a look at the conversations that we're having, it's going back to the fundamentals, right? Step number one in any financial plan is develop a budget and stick to it. Yeah. So if you take a look at your essentials, housing, transportation, food, utilities, all the stats that you just gave, those prices are going up anywhere between 5 to 100% yeah. on fuel in some scenarios, right? So at this point, it's always good to take a step back and say, let's relook at the budget and where are things at? Uh, is this budget pushing us over the edge? Hopefully, if your essentials are staying at 50% or less, like we recommend, you know, maybe they creep up to 55% or 60%, but hopefully that's not pushing you over the edge. But we always encourage people to go back and relook at your budget during these times. Uh, second thing, check your income. So if you're on a flat salary and you're doing good and you're not affected by that decrease in hourly wage, great. But if your income is decreasing, same thing. Adjust your essentials, take a look at your income, and then you can assess what changes do you have to make. What do I have to change with my financial goals? What do I have to change with my discretionary spending on dining out, vacations, things of that nature? So you can pull the necessary levers that you need to to stop maybe spending as much money on the fun stuff, which is what J.P. Morgan is saying in that article, Yep. right? If all the essentials are going up and people need to pull back on the discretionary side of things and they're spending on shopping, eating out, travel, vacation, and some of the, the luxuries of life, yeah, that's going to have an impact on the economy. And that's why we might slip into a recession because now the apples of the world might not be as profitable today. But that's important to note, as this, which is the second part, is have a long-term perspective. Yep. This too shall pass. And when we look at investing in portfolios, we can't control what the markets are going to do, but we can control how we respond. So step one with portfolios is revisit your risk tolerance, like we've been saying this whole time, to make sure it's dialed in, because there could be some choppy waters ahead. Second, don't try to time the market, because the market's forward-looking. The market already knows that this was coming, and this is going to happen. It's already reacted to it. Are we at the bottom? Maybe. Could we go further? Quite possibly. So don't try to time it, but make sure your controllables are in order. And if you do have cash sitting on the sidelines, and if you are coming into a windfall because of inheritance or the sale of a business, you could potentially have a great opportunity over the next 6, 12, 18 months to buy some things at a discount in high-quality companies. So at the end of the day, make sure your budget's on point. Revisit it, your discretionaries, your financial goals, and your essentials. Make sure your risk tolerance is in focus. Take strategic opportunities of it. And always, always, always make sure you do have enough cash reserves on hand. We always recommend three to six months worth of your essentials be in cash on hand so that if inflation does peak for three months, six months, you have a pullback in wages, you should have enough cash surplus that you can weather the storm because these things too shall pass.
2: Yep. Now, right. Uh, one quick question, because I know we get this a lot. Um, you know, Given that you know there's more talks of recession, yeah. you know, a couple... When, when recessions come, things happen where people tend to lose jobs or, you know, whatever. There's just a lot of turmoil yep. that tends to happen in these times. When we talk about that, you know, the emergency fund, that three to six months, mm-hmm. just in case, you know, whatever happens, should people be looking to, you know, make that a little larger heading into, you know, some positive negative times ahead? Or should they just stick to their their plan as, you know, the way they have it right now?
0: Yeah, it, it's always better, in my humble opinion, to if you feel like you have, income that might be affected. So maybe you are one of those people where you know your company's being affected by a recession potentially, and that bonus might not come. The hourly wage might drop. Your hours could be reduced. While the going's good... Stack up a few extra egg cores right for for the yep. winter that might be coming if you feel that that's the case. But if you feel really solid about your position, you know that you're in an industry that will be unaffected or a job that will be unaffected if recession comes. Just stick in that three to six percent range and trust the process. Yep. So it's unique to every person's situation. If you're nervous, stack up a little bit extra. You're not going to regret it if you do. Uh, but if you're feeling really good and confident, stick in that three to six month you know range in cash.
2: Yep. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? So some people. It's, it's all about your comfort zone. If yep. you're a person who gets super nervous, just stack up a little bit more cash, whatever that security level is for yourself. If you're someone that thinks, you know, I'm kind of in a recession-proof industry, which, you know, many people are. Uh, there's many industries out there that don't get impacted by yep. these things. Uh, then you're probably still good with that three to six months. You don't have a ton to worry about um, in the grand scheme of things. But
0: um, – With that, anything else to add here? No, good. Just just trust the process. Know that this too shall pass. We've been through 11 recessions since the 50s. So this isn't the first time we've been through this. It's certainly not going to be the last time either. These things happen, but looking at the past as a guide for us on how to navigate this is the best thing that we can do. And those are some of the best practices to prepare your budgets, prepare your bank accounts, prepare your portfolio to navigate the storm that's ahead. Absolutely. Um, with that, hope everyone has a fantastic week, and uh, we will get through this. Yes, sir. Have a good one.
1: If you want even more insights on the path to success, follow Ryan and Fran at Opulus LLC on Instagram and Facebook, or check us out on the web at www.opulus.us. Lastly, the content of this podcast is not to be viewed as personal investment, legal or tax advice. You should always consult with a professional advisor before implementing any topics discussed.